It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Symposium, 
and um, I arranged this lecture for them. So the recording's not the best, and um, a lot of times there's different questions from the audience, and you can't necessarily hear the questions, but uh, hopefully you'll be able to hear the, uh, the answers. And there's a lot of good information and um, stuff that I think you'll appreciate. So um, have a listen, and uh, there's more information about the IPA at uh, primal.org. Um, website is there uh, listed on the program information.
on that experience, I was living on two or three hours a night's sleep. You know, my life was absolutely incredible for us. You know, and this went on for maybe six months. You know, and then life slowly came back to normal. And and I still can get feelings of rejection, but nothing like that. I mean, that just that just did it for the whole that whole concept of rejection, which I think we all live I mean, we all have, we all can reject each other. And it's a terrible thing. It's a really very, very painful thing. So that's, uh, and I continue to do, I continue to do, as I need the, the way it happens is it's something presented today that I'm having so much open to think about is I have to And 
first time that happened. And the theory is that if you go back and you, you re-experience that first event in all of its dramatic then then you will clear it up. Then you can then you can kind of unwind it all the way all the way back up. Uh, so that's when we refer to a primal, we're usually talking about the process of going back down through all of this and getting to that first nugget, you know, and re-experiencing. Because when we experienced it the first time, when my father yelled at me when I was two weeks old, I had no way of dealing with it. I, I'm two weeks old. I'm a weak little kid. There's nothing, there's nothing I can do about it. But now I'm an adult. And I can deal with that fear. I can let myself have this, that that emotion in all of its strength. Okay? Is that? Well, yes, but it also when you're doing the feeling work, you don't go back. You don't always go back to the beginning. You, you go wherever your body takes you. And it may take you to yesterday, you know, something that happened to you yesterday. So it doesn't mean that when you go, it's just that the important thing is not to be afraid of you know, that, because we don't know where it's going to take you. That's the thing. I mean, you you may, you know, you may begin, uh, you know, you, you think you have a bath and, uh, you know, you, your body will, I mean, will just take you someplace. And, you know, it's sometimes that's scary because, you know, you, don't, you, you might want to stop it or something. Not go there, but the primal itself is the birth primal. I mean, that I think that's where Janoff went. Janoff went. I mean, that's where we. That's where it started. Is that we all suffer during our birth. You know, that the birth is difficult, it's painful, it's scary. That you know, you leave a comfortable, secure place, and then all of a sudden you're in this white, cold place, and that is. That's, I think that's where the word primal originated, is that it, asked, it was the birth primal. And some people do go through a birth primal during these regressive kinds of experiences. Not everybody does. Not everybody does. Not everybody needs to. But some people do. Some people need to re-experience that birth primal and then make some out of it and realize, like, oh my God, I, you know, I, that's why I have trouble breathing. You know, it's I breathe, you know, something like that. Now they're realizing that the pre-birth uh, environment, how critical that is for people, because the a lot of, I mean, I know my mother drank and smoked and smoked and didn't didn't want to be pregnant, tried to abort. I mean, she told me she didn't have any calls about it. She said, I didn't want to be pregnant, and I tried to abort you, and you just wouldn't let me. Now, you know, what happens to a fetus under those conditions? You know, I mean, you have anxiety. You <laughs> are scared all the time. You know, you know, that's kind of what I learned is, oh, you know, I'm scared. She's trying to kill me, you know. Uh, and so... It may, you know, just may, I didn't make that connection. It took me a long time to make that connection. I, I didn't know that. Uh, and then, you know, now I can talk to you about it. It's just, it's, it's like, 
there's no feeling with it now. At that time, oh, wow. I mean, there's a lot of feelings. I still get goosebumps down, and I'm telling you about it. But not the terror, you know, not the, not the fear that I, I mean, I've lived with. Um, you know, I mean, you know, when I say this to you, I, it's not like I got it all cleared up. I don't. I mean, I still mess up my life. You know, I still, I mean, I, I've been married three times. I have trouble with relationships, you know. But I'm happy. I mean, I, I love my life. And, you know, I still have problems, and I do primal. I get out of the bath, I scream my head off. Um, but it, it is a way, as you get married, right? Carrie says, we like it. I am so grateful I'm able to do it. So I'm so grateful. I can, I can start feeling it. I can say, I'll just call it that and down on the mask. I'll, I'll work it through. It doesn't happen right away. I guess I guess that's what I want to tell you. That, you know, it, it takes time to start, you know, to trust your body. It takes time not to be afraid of the feelings. I mean, because they're, they're scary at first. They're very scary. And all the shame for being told not to do it. Like, oh, yeah. And, oh, yeah. And, yeah. And, yeah. And, I, I mean, how, who are you going to tell? My mother's a bad person. She's a bad person. Make me a bad person, you know. So, uh, yeah, there's a lot. There's a lot that goes with it. So, uh, go ahead, Tom. And, and I think one other important point is that your body is wonderful self-regulating mechanism. You know, if, if I'm afraid to feel because I'm afraid I'm going to open something up I can't feel, what I've learned is that, that my body won't let me, my soul won't let me get into something that I can't feel with at that moment. So day you walk into therapy, you don't get the deepest feeling that you're ever going to have. It's a slow, very, very slow process. Barbara's 89 years old. She doesn't practice anymore. 
point that I'm always amazed when I meet these people, you know, but there are yeah, people out there like that. They wouldn't be primal. You know, they, they would have no use for it. Uh, but the people who do use it and who do benefit from it, there is nothing else like it. You know, for, for those of us who were, I don't know what to say, you know, just uh, traumatized at mostly, I think, preferable level. Doesn't, it has to be preferable, but for people who could not talk about what happened to And, uh, I mean, that's how it was for me. I mean, I, I had no words to say what happened to me. I knew something happened. I had no words to say. So, um, and all I, I just wanted to mention, and I, I was in final therapy for a number of years, and then I was a therapy assistant. I, I assisted Barbara in her, at her clinic. And then I went away. Uh, you know, and then I went on with my life. I finished, you know, I developed my career, and I did, you know, I mean, I, I did too much therapy. And then uh, I sat down arrested about four years ago, and it just devastated him. And, it, and I so I came back. I came back. Can I ask you a question if I may? Sure. How do you know if you have an emotional block? Because I think we talk about it in general. We assume that everybody has emotional blocks. But I really don't go in my mind on a given day or at a given moment that I am experiencing emotional block. Well, uh, I think along with that, maybe we know what do we want to achieve, what do we individually want to try and achieve tonight, what, what do you know to bring to us and, and how we be helped. Okay, in, in terms of uh, how do you know that you have an emotional block, I think we all intuitively know when we get uncomfortable with one situation, some situation in life that we're uncomfortable with. And when that's true, you probably have an emotional block. And you can also feel it physically. We talked about physical pain, and some people get the physical entry, and, and some don't. But, you know, when my shoulders start to ache, there's something going on. There's, a, there's, some, kind of a, there's some kind of an emotional block that it would do me good to Try to deal with it. And uh, I carry a lot of pain in my back. When my back starts to hurt, I know that it's time. I wore a back brace when I was in high school. You're talking about physical discomfort. I'm talking about physical discomfort. Yeah, if you're, if you're having a lot of physical discomfort, there's, I'm pretty sure there's an emotional component to It also rears its head in a very interesting way. You know, the person who uh, has an ego in such a way that has to continue to buy things. I say, how's the so let's say, how's your life? Oh, my life is phenomenal. I have everything. So I have to take more. So while that may look like a great thing, that can also be. Something there's a little something inside you that says, Wait a minute. 
until you're ready. That's right. Not until you're ready. Uh-huh. It's, it's like it's like alcoholics. You know, it's only it's when you're ready. You know, like it, it doesn't happen until you're ready. And sometimes it takes a time. You know, sometimes it takes something to you know loss of a loved one or something that just kind of really hits you and you realize that because not handling it very well, you're not because it's a whole different because you don't know something else. But see, I know when my, one of my behavior is unacceptable to me, and I think we all have that intuitive sense. When I know my behavior is unacceptable to me, I know that there's something emotional going on that I need to do. When I don't treat you well, when I'm in the restaurant and I want to yell at the waitress, just my water I was fine. Yeah, that's the word. It yeah. really triggers. Yeah. You find yourself in, or your world gets smaller and smaller, more and more. It's just the other way. Yeah, yeah. It isn't always. It isn't always. Uh, you know, my my anxiety is always detected in my chest. So that, that's a feeling that you never feel like you, you never feel anger. That's not feel <laughs> uh, You never feel sad. Probably cool. Yeah, true. The uh, just the way why the the most psychologists just there. So some of the history of the genitals, the psychologist who did talk therapy, and he had a client who just had a complete emotional breakdown. Just when uh, he was here, he just started trembling and just fell apart, especially the way. And afterwards, he was healed. And he said, well, come on to somebody. He wrote a book called Primal Screen, which uh, he sent a copy to John Lennon to write a review for and John Lennon said, well, I agree with this. I want you to be my therapist. And, and he wrote an yeah. yeah. album, uh, an amazing album. He's just screaming on some songs. So it, it became a bestseller. And so it's very famous. Uh, and when it kind of had a weird frustration, it was a silent song about screaming. Uh, and there's a whole split in the psychological field. Uh, talk therapy is very contained, easy and safe, and academia likes going that mode. And emotions are scary and uncontrollable, and they're more kind of in the feminine. We put logo logic. So uh, there's kind of lots of more are scared. Uh, and Kelly, the great Jungian, that took uh, psychology back to feeling. feeling where it's at. The channel wasn't the perfectly same guy. I mean, he, uh, he he managed this off the psychological community pretty well because he, he said, you guys aren't doing it right. Well, if I'm a professional and you're telling me I'm not doing it right, I'm not real happy with you. They were. Yeah, I think in Canada, you can't get a license, a psychology license, if they know you're affiliated with Oh, really? Yeah, because we had we had some Canadian therapists in 
in this uh, International Bible Association, and they had to drop out, take their name off the uh, membership list in order to get it. <laughs> uh, uh, some people consider it like a fringe, a fringe therapy. I don't. I I just think it's unusual. Thank you for there's a people cancer and people benefit from it. I really want to stress that. that not everybody needs it. You know, that is really, it is, it, 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 it's like people have said, primal therapy saved my life. I mean, we're having a head drop from these primal stories. We just published a little book. And I think a couple of the people who wrote stories said primal therapy saved my life. I can say primal therapy. I don't know if I would kill myself. But I think I would have really messed up my life a lot more than I did if I hadn't got some handle on what was going on with me. Um, so, um, but yeah, please don't think that it's, you know, that there's something wrong if you don't think you need it because not everybody does. Almost all therapists, I think, say that feelings are really important and what we're about is work and help you get connected to your real self, your feelings. You know, we're going to do it through the head. You know, however they, whatever their particular modality happens to be. Is there a question? This is very interesting. To me, I would say that the feelings are more taboo than sex. Yeah. 
and any, and if he needs me for something, he'll tell me. I'm very careful not to believe him. Yeah, I'm very careful not to make suggestions. Just, you know, let whatever happens with him happen. And another thing to tighten into my jaw. And uh, I'm rocking in my hips. I don't know that happens in my body. I think I tighten my shoulders. I'm trying to bring in the 
you come to a, a behavior change? You know, what am I going to do to help me in this situation? You know, and then that's something I, you know, I really want to bring up to people, you know, is that, you know, so that there's another step, you know, that a behavioral step that I'm going to do. And, and usually that's why I like the our convention is because you can practice new behavior there. It's a safe, safe place for a week. Oh, and you can say, you know, I'm usually really shy, but today I'm going to be outgoing, and I want you to, you know, help me do that. So that's, you know, that's that's another step, I think, of this. How does that start the situation? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Just to react to a secondary question, like the, 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 the key was always the great time. Can you do? Yeah, you know what you've got to do, but what if you have a client that, you know, like, like just to say, just have a discomfort if I start I don't necessarily have any sense of where I want to go with that or you know, what what would you do to you know? Well, let's see, I would have them lie down on the floor, I would have them take some deep breaths, I might have them roll back and forth a little bit, um, make some sound. Um, is there tension or is there what, yeah, what, oh, I just thought a little bit and then I would think I'd be like, What kind of are there any words? with those sounds in it. But I won't tell them what the words are ever. So, you know. <laughs> yeah. um, I want to tell you a story. Is that allowed? Of course. There, there are no rules. The other thing, there's no good or bad. There's no right or wrong. There's no good or bad. It, there's like, it, it, it's just a process. And the process has no, there's no right process or wrong process. You know, it's whatever your process
Around. So, um, sorry about the sound quality for that, but it was a historic talk, and hope that you're able to get some good information about it. Again, there's more information on the primals.org website. Um, that's the International Primal Association. They're all um, just regular folks. It's not a uh, run by uh, professional therapists or anything. It's regular people who are empowering each other to do deep feelings work. And uh, it all comes out of Primal Screen, Arthur Janoff's work originally. And um, their website is www.primalsprimals.org. And they have a great summer convention. Um, Summer convention is going to be at the beach at uh, Lewis, Delaware, and um, it's about two hours from Washington, D.C. And um, yeah, that's their um, major event of the year, and a lot of great speakers. I'm going to be presenting a workshop on family constellation work and um, all kinds of different workshops that are happening. At that, um, again, you are listening to the president of IPA, uh, Diane Armand, and um, a colleague, Tom Rhodes. And um, thanks for tuning in. And um, uh, we'll go out again 
with a song by the Kennedys, Breathe, from the Better Dreams album.
Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.